Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tony Hula, he joins us. Good morning to you, Tony. Hey, yeah, mate. Mate, have you ever driven at the Middle Ends? Uh, no, I haven't. I've warmed, I've warmed a couple up there, but and I got off a drive there, but I thought I might get in the road, so I didn't take them. Yeah, you, you probably would have. Um, actually, have you driven in the <laughs> States at all? Uh, yeah, just, just in um, competition races like World Drivers Championships, we drove in Ohio and Balmoral out at Chicago in those days. And yeah, we while ago now, I drove um, with a had the little brown jug, I drove there. Oh, beautiful. The, Columbus, the day, Ohio. Yeah, the day of the. Yeah, that's one, yeah. Yep. Hey, um, you also drove at Alexandra Park on, on Friday night, and you, uh, you had a couple of winners. Luby Lil, Tony, is bred to be a good horse, and look, she seems to be getting better. Um, is she a horse who, you know, you have any ambitions that later in the season you might go looking for some black type? Because she's a three-year-old filly, and they, they have more options now than they used to have. Yeah, yeah, and she, she'll just see how she progresses, Mick. Um, she does everything pretty good. She's pretty laid back about everything and what have you. So um, she just sort of, you know, she wanted the other night sort of thing. She's, once she hit the front there, she was, um, yeah, wasn't too worried about things. But um, hopefully she'll just get a bit more competitive, a little bit more fitter and, um, yeah, and, and be able to just step up. She will just have to step up a bit more, obviously, to go against some of those good three-year-old fillies. Tony, you seem to have a couple of nice maidens around you. You won the third on the card on Friday night with Jethro Bodine um, for some good people, good friends of yours, Janine Cole, Ross Johnson, obviously your wife, who I presume is a good friend of yours. Um, he looks a pretty nice horse, and you also had Busload of Faith and Park Lane in the same race. I thought that was one of the better winter maidens we've seen, and, and I thought they were all horses who probably wouldn't be maidens and six weeks or six months? No, they probably are ones to follow. Busload of Faith, he probably shows more than Jethro Bodine around home, but um, yeah, he's just sort of learning the ropes. He's, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed or, or Busload, but he's um, he's sort of getting more tractable and um, he'll grow up a bit more and probably be one to, you'd like to think to follow. Jethro looks a pretty decent type of a horse, though. I mean, uh, I think people are getting to the Sweet Lou's now. At the start, I wasn't sure what to make of them, but geez, he's soaring a lot of winners now, Sweet Lou. Yeah, I was a bit like that too, Mick. I had two or three earlier on and they sort of let me down. And um, yeah, and then I ended up with this fella and throw your arms around me, who's quite a nice big horse as well. And um, yeah, they've both got a bit of progressive sort of horses. I think they've both got a bit of a future. Um, Jethro just, yeah, like I said, he's, he's quite a laid back sort of horse and he's, he's a lovely big guy. And yeah, I think he's got, you know, got a fair future in front of him with a bit of a natural strengthening up and progression with a bit of, bit of age on him. You mentioned throw your arms around me, and, and you've got some nice two-year-olds at your place. Is it kind of weird training two-year-olds now? Because we saw it last season with Sevy. You bring them up, and you race them, and then they just seem, that being rude, Tony, they seem to disappear for like four or five months, and then you start again. I, I sort of half forget about some of these horses, and they come back, and they're still two. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, and I'm still trying to get my head around a little bit, make, um like with it was just natural for us to have them up and ready to go around Christmas time. They are better ones and more natural ones, obviously. And and I still do it that way. Um, the ones that show me promise got the young guns, which is which is great. And I think it probably should should be um 
kept kept on there and for horses or two-year-olds raised a bit earlier and in March and then if you think they are the types you can give them a couple of months off which is, which is great and, and come back again at Christmas time if they're paid up for all those good races size stakes and the sales series at Christchurch at that time of the year I think it is and um, yeah so it does give them a bit more time to strengthen up but um, yeah just sort of working our way, to, way around it it's still well, it's hard to work out when to push the button on them, Tony, because if they're not going to win or be placing in Young Guns finals, it's almost pointless racing them, isn't it? Then you think to yourself, well, I suppose you've got to choose when to keep them in work and whether to keep pressing on or whether you get into the quality stage and then you just chuck them back in the paddock and bring them back in winter. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably, just talking like that, Mick, I'd, I'd probably preferred our old handicap system where the first two-year-old, the two-year-olds weren't, weren't um, handicapped until they'd won a twenty or $25,000 race. And it give you more chance to, you might as well race them as two-year-olds, when now you might as well just leave them because they're going to get penalised anyway. So not as if they get a free win as a two-year-old or anything like that. So you're probably better off just leaving them, which probably cuts our racing horses down, the numbers down a wee bit. You know, yep. we would probably, we could be racing them and, and we're not. Well, one horse who doesn't need to bother about handicapping systems is, is Bolt for Brilliance. Um what a crazy last 16 months he's had. He won a row cup, he came back, he was up, he was down, he had a throat infection. Then he broke down. Um, I know he's back in work. Where does it sit, Tony? Are we happy with Bolt for brilliance? What's your gut thought? And and as a guy who's done this more than just about anybody, do you believe you can get him back to his best? Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I can, Mickey. He's not an old horse. He hasn't been over-raced. Um, He's probably just coming into his prime, really, Mickey. He looks terrific and and probably never seems sounder at, at this stage. You know, it's just he's just starting to do a bit of strong work now. So um, the next couple of months will sort of tell us a lot more. But uh, I've seen plenty of horses come back from a, a pedal bone fracture that he had and, and be be fine. You know, race great. Um, so I can't see that being being the worst scenario for him. But um, yeah, and the fracture w- was was not the worst of fractures sort of thing by a long way. So hopefully you keep our fingers crossed. Mate, I can't wait to see him back. Uh, the, I think there'd be no horse in harness racing I'd be more satisfied to see come back and win a race than Bolt for Brilliance and, and a big race. I think even, Tony, that might may even make you emotional. But not very often I see you emotional at the track, but <laughs> I'm sure that might even put a, uh, uh, a a bit of a moment in your eye or in your heart if Bolt can come back and win a big race. Yeah, well, you certainly miss them when they're gone, Mick, you know, as well as the money they were earning. So, <laughs> as you can tell. And the trips away. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, hey, no, no, they're, they're great horses and they're few and far between. So they surely are, brother. Make the most of it, yeah. Hey, mate, great to hear, to talk to you this morning. Uh, nice to see the team. Hey, I've got a horse at your place. Is it still alive? Is it? Is it I think I've got a training bill yeah. the other day. Is it still, is it, what's yeah. it doing? Now you keep paying and I'll, I'll keep training them. Oh, yeah, good. Okay, great communication, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's just like working no, with Chris Waller or, or Kieran Maher. The communication's outstanding. <laughs> good okay, on you, mate. mate. We look forward to you. seeing you. Uh, seeing Bolt for Brilliance back in a couple of months. Cheers, bud. That's Stop. the best, Tony Hurley, who, um, who apparently warmed up some horses at the Meadowlands but wasn't good enough to drive there. <laughs> what an idiot.